Okay, welcome back to Tough Love with Valerie and Lily. I'm Lily. And I'm Valerie. All right, and it has been, it's been a minute. It's been... (laughs) It's been more than a minute. (laughs) It's been a long COVID minute. Okay, it is, God, like mid-December now, and we last recorded probably sometime in August, so... Eventually, we will get consistent. Probably not till next year. We have a schedule. We're gonna. We, we have an idea. We're gonna have a schedule, but this is the. This is our first time back. It's been a little while, so bear with us. Um, it's COVID. That's all I have to say. <laughs> That's our only excuse. That's our only excuse. <laughs> but. Yeah, any any updates? Anything worthwhile mentioning to start off start off today's episode? Um No. No? Not anything how's I want life? to share. <laughs> really? You don't wanna share? Uh how how's life? How's mental health? How's work? How's it going? Um, everything's pretty decent, I would say. Um Mental health, it's it's on a good, like, a median. I've had, actually, I've had okay. a pretty busy work week, so that was good, because I kind of like being busy, and so I think that helps with my mental health, and with the holidays coming up and stuff, and kind of being a little bit more preoccupied, I guess that would help a lot with my mental health right now. Um, yeah. So, it's, for, right, for how it's been throughout the year, I would say this is, like, a pretty solid mental health moment how's yours good that's really great to hear i'd say uh pretty similar pretty similar it's been really busy with work lately which i'm grateful for but i think i'm kind of in the mind space of getting back into the swing of being busy again because i just Mm -hmm. wasn't for so long wasn't really working had no consistent schedule and so it's nice to like be really busy like today um yeah but just getting used to it again, that's all. But overall, uh, mental health is pretty good. Happy to be working, happy to be busy. Just trying to practice gratitude a lot, especially now with the holidays. I think you and I were talking about it um, a while back, just being like grateful for the things we do have. And I've just yeah. been really appreciative this holiday season just like having little moments that I really appreciate and that I'm grateful to have given everything going on. So, yeah. Yeah, I think, um, I, there's like a bunch of things that I know I want to do, but I don't. Like, I really wish I would be journaling a little bit more. And I was looking at like my computer notes and like, um, Just, like, I would randomly write, like, little pieces of poetry and stuff. I feel like this Mm -hmm. year, um, like, just writing things down and how I was feeling, I didn't do that as often. And I guess it was just because it was hard to monitor and things just started to, like, mesh together instead of things, like, um, feeling as, like, saturated as they usually do. So I kind of, like want to push myself to just write a little bit more and like do those things that I would usually do to cope with life or just like um maintaining my creativity you know 
Yeah. So I think there's, like, a lot of, I think I need to, like, sit down and write down the things that I really want to work on in 2021. And, um, because there's definitely some things that I want to get back in touch with. Because it's just been, like, I don't know if you felt this way, but, like, to me, 2020 kind of felt like, um, it happened, but it really didn't. Like, it felt like we were on pause. Like, yeah. Like, the movie was playing and then we pressed pause. And we've just been on pause this whole time. So has it feel, I know it's happened, but it doesn't feel like anything really has happened. And it's kind of weird. So it's like, um, so it's kind of hard to exist, like, when you feel that life is like that. So I kind of want to get back mm-hmm. into, like, just feeling human. <laughs> kind of, like, snapping out of it, like, I'm a human being, like... Yeah. It's okay to be expressive, even though it kind of feels like everything's on pause, like, and that comes with, like, emotions and, like, life and plans and things like that. So just, like, getting back into feeling human again is something I really want to get, like, focus on in 2021 and, like, bringing back, like, the the color to my cheeks or something. You know what I mean? (laughs) Honestly, I think that's such a good way of putting it because it's, like, we've all been living this year we've all been functioning making it work making the most of a shitty situation but it's funny i think everybody would describe it in a similar way that you just did but i think you described it perfectly is just get back to feeling human again and doing human things and yeah i'm looking forward to that in 2021 too but i am trying to be realistic right now where i don't think like a lot of people have been saying let's get this year over with let's get this year over with but realistically it's not like we're gonna snap our fingers and everything's gonna change in 2021 yeah but i mean we figured out a way to maneuver through this year and so i think starting next year on a good note with a new president (laughs) we'll see how that goes um Uh uh-huh but yeah i think Everybody had such high hopes for 2020, you know? We all had that, 2020 is my year, 2020 is our year, it's going to be a great year. Everybody had such a good feeling for 2020, and I still feel like good things came from this year and growth that people don't really think about or acknowledge occurred this year. Um, Just, it wasn't great in the way people would anticipate, but I think we got a lot of good things within the negativity from this year does that make sense like what what examples like give an example one thing um just appreciating the little things in life i feel like that's people do not appreciate the little things enough like going over to visit your grandparents Mm -hmm. or like having a sleepover with your friends or going to breakfast with your friends just going out things like that for me like going to cute little bookshops that I love going to a coffee shop sitting there reading a book or getting computer work done I miss those little luxuries that's a good point I was kind of thinking I was thinking about that um like because there's just some stuff I'd like to do like personal things like Mm -hmm. getting some work done that I've been needing to do that's not work you know um and sitting down and really focusing, but not being at my house. You know what I mean? And yeah. I can't do that. Like, I can't go to a, I would love more than anything just to be able to go to a coffee shop, pull out my laptop, and just, like, you know, maybe write some poetry, fix some stuff that I've been wanting to do, like, read 
a certain thing that just like things that you know would make me feel good that would bring me closer to myself and mm-hmm. I can't really do that because I'm stuck in my house and I'm kind of like sick of it like I want to be outside of my element you know yeah so yeah I, I definitely get that like just being able to escape in those little ways mm-hmm. um that you can't really do right now because it's just not an option and yeah I think that's a really good point just you know when things like that are taken from you, you really learn how to appreciate them. Yeah. Even, like, spending time with your family, you know what I mean? Just the simple little things like that. Yeah. Like, really make a difference that you don't realize you do so often and that are part a big part of your everyday life and how you just... what makes you happy. And then another thing on top of that that I think is really great is um, that we've gained from this year is supporting small and local businesses That's and really true, see how too. important it is and above all tipping <laughs> people do not tip well in america and they don't realize a lot of people like if you're not in this situation you're not really aware or you don't care that a lot of people that's how they make their money that's how they make their living is off of tips and i think if any yeah. year we've learned that and been more aware of just treating people with kindness and giving back as much as you can even if it's just the tiniest amount every little bit really does go a long way and it helps and it matters I think that has really um come to light yeah I've definitely been way more mindful with my dollar this year than ever before I think we really because of everything that happened on a social scale like we really realize how important it is to support, like, businesses and mm-hmm. companies that, you know, are ethical, that are diverse, that do put that at the front line of what they stand for. And mm-hmm. I think that's just made us aware, like, especially, like, supporting black-owned businesses and things like that, like... Mm-hmm. I'm glad that the social issues have really made us think about how we spend our money and how important Mm -hmm. it is to support smaller artists and businesses because that... And it just says so much about you, too, when you actually think about those things, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think those are definitely some good positives that have come out of this year. And I, I'm trying to be realistic, too, with 2021. Um, I'm not expecting, like, a complete 180. I know it's going to be gradual. I know that just got to take it day by day. And if anything, learn to just not take things for granted anymore, you know? Yeah. So I know I definitely have some personal goals I want to complete and I hope happen and but now I know to be a lot kinder to myself as well because yes, of this year. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Sorry, I keep going. I just like everybody, <laughs> it's everybody true. with that. It's like I've learned to be a lot kinder to myself and like kind of like damn, like now that I can't rush, it really makes me realize like maybe I shouldn't rush so much and be so hard on myself and to be 
just kinder and then to be kinder to people around us too like I think more than ever we realize like everyone is really going through their everyone is in their own head all the time and we really don't know what's going on and Mm -hmm. I think in a way I hope people have learned to be a little bit kinder and respect people's like mental health and like what I've learned too is like it's okay to be like I can't handle this right now you know like yeah and my friends might not be able to handle it either you know what I mean Mm-hmm. Like, to be mindful of that, like, you, you can't just put every, you can't just expect the people that care for you to, like, be able to handle it all the time, too, you know? Yeah. So. For me, that's been, like, a oddly comforting thing that's come out of this year is to know, wow, a lot more people feel the same way I do than I thought. And yeah. And you know, it's... It's so bizarre when I feel like a curtain's been lifted this year and everyone's seeing, hey, you need to care more about each other. Hey, you need to stop being so hard on yourself. Hey, be more patient with everybody else. You know what I mean? It's just, mm-hmm. it's been very real and raw this year, which has been difficult to swallow at times, but I think was absolutely needed just for humanity. So, and I do try as much as I can to be as positive as I can and find the good and find the positive in any bad situation even if it takes me a little while to get there and I have yet to lose that feeling of something really great coming from this year I haven't lost it all year no matter how anxious or um sad I get with where I'm at right now or how I'm feeling about everything that's happened this year I know there's still good that's coming from it because good always comes with the bad. The thing is you always get, when life is kind of taking you downhill for a while, there's always going to be an uphill after that. Always. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's cheesy to say, but it really is true. Because it's always proven to be true. Because you can't really acknowledge when things are good in life if things haven't been bad. Or vice versa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even like thinking outside of me. Like there's been some good things that have happened in my family too that I'm grateful for for 2020 you know and that affects my life in a way too like I'm happy about those things like the little victories of the people I really care about happening like that's a victory yeah. for me too so mm-hmm. it's like as long as the people I'm care I care about are thriving I'm kind of thriving too so that's something I've been more aware of like cause, yeah for sure cause all the victories that people have had this year have kind of felt more like a victory because we've had to like slow down and really appreciate everything and it's like you know what like I think we've learned not to minimize everything all the time like oh that's just expected like you get a promotion or get a job or things like that it's like things that we'd probably expect from people to just but now it's like no that's like a really big victory like every Mm -hmm. every little part of it deserves to be celebrated you know what I mean yeah I've definitely been, like, happy for people in my life. And to me, that's, like, a victory as well. Like, I want to see people winning. It, it makes me happy. I absolutely agree. It makes me happy, especially when I'm feeling a bit down, when the people I care about are doing really well or, you know, are getting promoted or, you know, just having great things going on in their life. That does make me feel better. It makes me feel really good. Mm-hmm. Like, I love to see the people I love just thriving and really just being 
the best like being their best selves at the time you know because we all have our moments we all have our dips but it, like it really does bring me a lot of joy so I I fully agree with that so before this kind of steering away from this little catch up on a cat catch up on just kind of where we're at right now we haven't really gotten into that we called a little while ago and we're both just catching up on just how we're how we're doing how we've been we haven't really talked since we saw each other last which was a couple weeks ago i think it's two weeks now two weeks my concept of time is just not there this year it wasn't last weekend might i add yeah, it wasn't last weekend. I mean, it could have easily been a month ago, and I would think it was last week. <laughs> I really yeah, don't time know. time is really weird. Because, yeah, today is Friday, and it's like my my Wednesday. Because I started the week on Wednesday, the work week. So I never know what day it is. That's <laughs> so I weird. I to work on time. Yeah. My mom was like, how do you feel? Because I'm off next week. And she was like, mm-hmm. how do you feel? Like, it's Friday. Like, you have, like, next week off. And I was like, honestly... It feels like Wednesday. <laughs> right? It's like it feels like a Wednesday to me. It doesn't even feel like a Friday. I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, no, I I really don't know. I like show up to all my like meetings, appointments, work days on time. So as long as I do that, that's what matters. Um, but I really mm-hmm. could not tell you because either I work or I don't that day. That's all I know. Um but yeah, we were catching up a little bit, talking about a r- bunch of random shit, but <clears throat> one thing we always seem to tie into almost any conversation we have is just how non-traditional we are in many aspects of our lives. Uh, just very non-traditionalist. We were talking about becoming pet parents. Well, you becoming a pet parent. Well, okay, okay. You not becoming a pet parent. She is currently a dog mom. <laughs> would, you not, would you not consider yourself even, a dog oh mom? my you're god dog i can't mom. believe you're literally i can't believe mom. you just said that oh my god I've you never are identified as that in my life okay oh my but the facts are i've there. never said that i've never like i am you I okay can't even do you that. have said so you have said that zelia is your child no i have not are you sure i swear i've heard that like there's no way you've never said that i literally told you i don't think like Dogs you don't think of her as your children okay okay fine we were having See, this discussion but, but let me let me tell you how she describes her dog how she will literally take a bullet for her dog she'll fight off any person she will protect her dog with her life okay what do you call that <laughs> <laughs> i know it's just like i don't know how to explain <laughs> it the thing is i don't like the the difference is i'm very protective but i'm not very i like i don't baby my dog like, I'm never, like, okay. oh, my God, mm, I love you. Mm-hmm. I'm never, I'm I'm not, like, I'm, I'm not, like, I'm not your average dog parent, okay? Oh, okay, I thought you were going to say I that. almost did, <laughs> but I stopped myself. Because I'm very, oh. like, I don't know. Um, but, yeah, my I've had my dog since I was in high school. I got her when I was a junior. And I don't know. I, I definitely think I have a different relationship with my dog in comparison, just like in the now. I feel like I have yeah. a pretty normal relationship, but I feel like people take the whole um, pet thing to an extreme. It's like mm-hmm. a, I feel like it's kind of trendy in a way to like have oh. a dog and like. I don't like that. I hate when people do like. I mean, you know what? Do what you want. 
if it's trendy and you're into it, go for it. But if that's the only reasoning, I can't rationalize that in my head, doing <laughs> it because it's trendy. I mean, I don't really care, to be honest. If it's trendy and I enjoy it, I will partake. But I don't partake because it is trendy. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. If it's trendy and I like it, cool. If it's not trendy and I still like it, cool. I don't really, like... If it just, just so understand. happens to be trendy and you also like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not going to avoid it because it's trendy in order to seem cool. People do that too. And I just feel like that's yeah. way too much work. Just do what you like. Like I don't – I have a dog, but I don't include that in like if in like my bio. Or dog if I were to like – Right. <laughs> yeah like that is not like a part of like my identity as a person you know what I mean like I'm I feel like a lot of people will oh. instantly bring up their dogs and like I don't like I'll be like well I have one you know what I mean like I, I have a dog yeah I don't I'm not like okay no and like it's not part of your okay got it got it it's not part of your like identity part it's not part of your personality I feel like a lot of people make it part yeah, of their personalities like, exactly that's exactly what it is it's not like my a characteristic of mine i have like yeah and um i i was telling lily like i i coped with the fact like i'm not like too much of like a pet person um i probably won't have a a dog ever again for or at least until like i'm really for a old. very long time um after the dog that i have now because they're just a, they're a lot of responsibility Especially for someone in their early 20s. Um, yeah. Only, like, a person like me. Like, I want to travel and I always have anxiety about, like, leaving my dog and stuff. And I am very protective of her. I might not, like, baby her all the time and I'm gushy and I, like, make her to the center of my universe. But I'm very, very protective of her because she has a very, um, she's a very innocent being to me and I don't want anyone to mess with that so I basically I really don't trust a lot of people with her I don't even trust her around other dogs quite honestly I don't want anyone to mess with I don't want anyone to mess with her she's like a she's literally like uh someone told me like if your dog is new if you neuter your dog when they're like really young they kind of stay like a puppy they kind of have, like, pu they stay sort of like a baby. Oh, my God. And that's definitely, like, my dog. Because Zelia was, that's the name of, like, my dog. Her name is Zelia. She was neutered really young. I got her when she was, like, three months old. And I think she was, like, neutered, oh like, God. right when they got her. Okay, at the, that makes yeah, a lot so, of sense, then, if that's true. That makes so a she's, lot of sense about her personality. Doesn't it? When someone told me that, when, I think one of my coworkers told me that, I was like, oh, my God, that makes so much sense because my dog is so so innocent and she is kind of baby like in a way mm -hmm. like she's very um she's very sweet and she's very um she's very very sensitive and um eager to please so yeah I'm very protective of that because yeah. she is to like protect that. her innocence. and so I you are very yeah, yeah, you are really very weird. protective of your dog. But you're right. No, that's why that's why I say you're a dog mom because I say it loosely. I'm not saying that it's part of your identity, but you are yeah, you are different in that way. Um, yeah. No, I I totally That makes sense. Mean. Yeah, I could see that. That's so weird. My mind but, 
sorry to quick quick side note because my mind is all over the place all the time you said that like she stays young and because she was neutered at a young age and then it got me thinking about people and then it got me thinking about birth control (laughs) and then like why do girls take birth control (laughs) and then why do girls get their tubes tied when it's just like easier to fix that shit with guys and then i just started getting angry with the male species but that was just like a little side side road Whoa. that my head yeah literally in the second you said that i got that far in like 0. 0.2 seconds but i didn't want to say it right away so i just like insert it here that's how my brain works that is so funny and it's like <laughs> it's it's the end of the day um and that's just how scattered my head is so yeah i was just thinking about that <laughs> I know, poor little baby Zell got nude. But I don't feel bad at the same time. Yeah. Because it really did, um, it, it's crazy. It really did preserve a lot of those puppy-like instincts and qualities of her. So in, yeah, in light of being a non-traditional dog parent, dog mom, that, yeah, that bleeds a lot into femininity Mm -hmm. and being non-traditional in a lot of ways like um even like my outlook on being an actual mother and what that means and the traditional way of getting there I think we have a lot of different um outlooks on that and it's something that we definitely talk about and we bonded a lot over Mm -hmm. just not always taking the normal route in life especially as a woman yeah um and I don't even think about it because the way that I feel about it feels so normal to me but when I actually talk about it and like think about it it's like yeah that's not how that's not it's not that it's not welcomed it's just not really talked about if you have a differing way of looking at it yeah Uh, And I've noticed there's kind of a general understanding or assumption of how things are um, that I notice a lot of people kind of follow the same route where I don't and I see nothing wrong with the route they're going. But I'm also, Mm -hmm. my mind also thinks, okay, there's so many different ways we can take this and I'm open to any one of them. This may be for somebody, but something else is for me. I feel like that was a very vague way of describing it, but like... one thing I think a while ago we had talked about it how neither of us really associate femininity with being girly and the difference between being girly and being feminine there yeah I mean you can be feminine and you can be girly but you don't have to be girly to be feminine and that doesn't have to be part of your identity and you don't have to have this traditionalist mindset you don't have to you know, want to get married um, in your early 20s and then start having kids by your mid-20s and then have a house, have a husband, have this whole thing that my parents had already when they were, like, my age now. They had their, like, first one or two kids married, had a home. Like, I am so far from that at this point in my life. Like... Mm-hmm. I've never even been in a long-term committed relationship, and I'm totally fine with that. I'm very happy mm-hmm. being a single individual. I still live at home right now. I'm fine with that. 
um yeah I just recently graduated college like my um current path is so different than my parents but I also live in a different time than they did and if people still want to follow that path that's totally cool but I also think it's completely fine to create your own path and do something very different from that as well um and the whole concept of marriage we discuss pretty often too because I don't know if I'll ever want to get married I don't really see the need to have it already the whole concept of a wedding does not appeal to me I hate being center of attention in any case (laughs) I typically hate my birthday but actually this year my COVID birthday was my absolute favorite it was really sweet um just what my family and like friends did for me it was very low-key but I don't like being center of attention so the whole concept of a wedding is literally my worst nightmare my worst nightmare um yeah that's just like one aspect of it like I don't I don't have any desire for it um what I was kind of thinking about like trying to tie in like our whole like me having a pet like because I want to get back to like the wedding and like you know what is expected of women in general yeah but like for me like being what we think of like being a woman is how our nurturing side of us you know Mm -hmm. and like My nurturing side, how I nurture, isn't babying. I do. I am protective. Like, Mm -hmm. that's how I nurture. So that kind of, in a way, shows my kind of femininity where, like, I love my dog. I I love her to death. I want nothing to ever happen to her. I'm not very goo-goo-gaga over her. But I'm, my nurturing side is, like, I will protect. Mm -hmm. That's very much, like how I protect the things that I, how I nurture the things that I love. Yeah. So, like, that that really shines through. I'm a very, very protective person. And I'm this, we, I mean, we bond over that. Mm-hmm. The fact that, uh, I mean, I used to want to have kids and I used to want to get married, but I think I only wanted it because people told me that that's why I should. You were basically I just strive towards. raised to say this is what your this is what your future is going to be like, and you go, oh okay, all right, <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's crazy. And then you become an like, adult. How do they have us convinced? And then you become an adult, and you have your own mind yeah. to think for yourself. And you're like, wait, I can have that if I want, mm-hmm. but I can also not want that, and that's fine. <sighs> I think what really changed my mind about everything is uh, what love means and what commitment means. Mm -hmm. And, um, like, I don't think, to me, what scares me about marriage and, like, being legally bound in a way is that I don't want someone to ever feel like they're forced to be with me. Mm -hmm. Like, the choice is taken out of it. Like, that's, I I realize that... um, like, in these past couple of years, like, really trying to analyze what I want, how I visualize my future, and what that means with, like, a partner. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to ever feel trapped with me. I always want them to choose me, and that's why I don't like marriage, yeah. like a traditional marriage, is because I want them to choose me, and that's what love is to me, is, like, you choosing to be with me because you love me, mm-hmm. and we have that connection that you don't need the government involved for you to make that decision so that's the thing that freaks me out about marriage <laughs> um so that's kind of where i'm like 
I don't know if I really, I think I want to revisualize how I see that. You know what I mean? Yeah. The only utility I can see that I will gain from a marriage on paper is if I ever kill someone, I can tell my significant other and I can trust them and then, you know, they can't. They can't rat me out or anything. By because law, they're legally, they're bound, legally to you? bound to me. But then that's literally <laughs> oh the only God. thing. But then you take that whole concept that they're legally by law and financially bound to you. To me, that is the most unromantic thing. I get the whole process of getting Truly. married and all that and sharing a home. Yes, it is very romantic. You don't romantic need marriage, though, for that. Yeah, but like, that's the thing is you don't need to. I get having a ceremony if you want to celebrate with people. Cool. Yeah. You probably won't see me having one. <laughs> but, like, that's cool. Fine. But the whole legal binding, getting the money involved, it's just like, why? For what? Like, unless mm-hmm. I'm going to kill someone or unless one of us needs to stay in the country, you know, what's the need? <laughs> people, <laughs> what's the need? People always say, like, the taxes. The tax breaks are great. I'm like, that's such a horrible reason Literally. why you should get married. Like, like, I love you, but, reason? like... We need to tax. The tax. I mean, again, yeah. again, that is a logical reason for doing it. But that but that marriage would So like exactly. So to me, like marriage is a is a tool you could use for things, but it is not a romantic binding to me. So I don't yeah. need marriage to be with somebody I love or to be with my partner. I do not need that. If I you ever need it, funny, it is a Lily? separate tool entirely. Thinking about it when, okay, if, like, we were to talk to, like, a normal person that believes in, like, regular legal marriages and we're like, no, <laughs> I don't no. really believe in, I don't believe in the traditional um, marriage. Yeah. They would probably think we're so un- unromantic. Like, you wouldn't want someone to, like, profess their love for you and, like, make it that legit, so legit that it's, like, tied up with the government. They would probably think that's so, like, wow, you're not romantic, like, but it's actually the reverse. Like, we... <laughs> yeah. Like, marriage is actually not romantic at all. Like, we actually want someone to genuinely care for us and not need that to want to be with us for a very long time. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Like, they don't... I, I don't need that. I don't need someone... Like, I feel like a lot of people think, like, to prove that you love me, you the ultimate way to prove that you love me is to want to marry me. And to me, that's like... I couldn't think more opposite. The ultimate, I could not think more opposite. The ultimate um, proof of love to me is that you want to be with me with no strings attached. Exactly. <laughs> like, wow, you want to be here? Cool. All right. Okay, like, you can leave me, whenever you want, but you won't? Nice. Exactly. That's exactly what's so... Why I don't really want to get married. Yeah. Traditionally. Is because it's just like... I don't even want someone to prove. Like, you have to prove it in a certain way. Like, even to me, that's strange. Like, and isn't it crazy, like, if we're, since we're already on this route, the fact, like, if you get married, even if you just want to go to the courthouse, you need witnesses. You need people to see it happen or it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Isn't that weird? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to bring this up. This is a great thing to bring up. Uh, me thinking about, I was thinking about like, okay, what would it look like if I, you know, if somebody proposed to me and like they had a secret photographer and they like, you know, because that's what everybody wants, yeah. right? They want you to get like the authentic, candid moment. 
And I was like, I could not imagine ever p- being excited to post something like that. You know? Because they're probably so excited. Like, give me the photos. I can't wait to tell everybody. To me, I would feel, oh. like, to me, it'd be so embarrassing. I'd feel so, like, embarrassed. Well, I feel like it's <laughs> such a personal moment. To be honest, if that were to happen and I wanted that to happen at the time, I wouldn't want someone to be hiding in the bushes taking a picture. I would want it to be between me and that person and that moment for only us to share. No, exactly. Forever. Because I was like, it's embarrassing to me that like someone had to be there to capture it for it to be meaningful. Yeah. Like, if I were to ever have some kind of proposal, it would have to be completely us alone, us two. Yeah. And it can be so intimate and in that like it it would have to be by someone being there and capturing it, it takes like a part of the meaningfulness Absolutely. and the intimacy out of it for me. Like that's why I would be embarrassed. It's like that it's not really for any for anyone else to be a part of and to really witness that's just how i feel i don't judge people for like wanting that it's just like for me and the person i am it's like invasive and weird it's like i don't yeah like it's funny i feel the exact same way it's it's like i I couldn't imagine like seeing my like my sister taking pictures or like you being in the bushes taking pictures like that's weird oh my god you know i would and again if it's that if if this is what I want and I want to be proposed to and I want to marry this person and they ask me or I ask them, um, uh-huh. and that is a special moment between the two of us, we're not going to forget that. I don't need a picture yeah, exactly. to be on my Facebook or Instagram timeline for it to be a special moment and I don't need other people to know that because I don't give a fuck what other people think. If I am happy with exactly. my person. I don't, it is not for other I don't need people's people. enjoyment. <laughs> no, I totally get And for me, I think I'm just like a private person. And I I, I really do value like... Um, I think we're both that way. I was going to say we're really both really private like, people in that way. <laughs> like it would feel like... Um, what is the word? Like not intrusive. It's like... Um, Invasive invasive it would feel so invasive to me like Mm -hmm. uh if somebody i don't know i just it makes me feel like it's just not something i would want Mm -hmm. at all at all again i have no issues with it i just i wouldn't want that for me it's just not it's not me it's not something that would make me happier or be right for me Mm -hmm. i was gonna say if somebody like, and that's the thing, like, so if somebody did do that for me and, like, proposed to me and did it like that, like, I know they wouldn't be the one for me because yeah. I'm not the type of person to, like, put it all out there and to, like, they would know that I wouldn't want anyone else around and they would they would know in, to do something like that for me. They would have to do it in a very intimate setting, just us, very personal, very thoughtful it just makes me feel uncomfortable those types of things like yeah it, it, it just wouldn't feel right to me at all and the same thing with a like with a wedding same thing like I could not imagine myself like going and picking out like oh, God. a ball gown Ugh. and like getting my hair done and like walking down the aisle to like piano music or something you know one thing like, I don't enjoy if like I sit and I try and think about it and try and put a wedding together in my head like a wedding dress, me in a wedding dress. I would love. I can't. Like I love beautiful dresses, of course. But like, uh-huh. 
a white gown. First of all, that's very traditional. You gotta be a virgin to wear a white gown. No one is a virgin <laughs> wearing a white gown at their wedding. That is just bullshit. So what is the point of carrying on this tradition to stand for something when we all know it ain't true? It may be for, for some, most not true. So I just, ah, again, I think I love weddings. I love going to weddings. I love seeing engagement photos. Mm-hmm. I eat that shit up. I do. I always cry at weddings. Same. I absolutely love them. I bawled my it eyes makes... out at my sister's uh, father-daughter dance. Every aspect of it oh was amazing. God. I love. I loved, loved my sister's wedding. But like, for me, I just I can't. I like draw a blank or I get frustrated. I'm like, I can't see that. I can't see my perfect wedding. Like a lot of people can plan. I really can't because mm-hmm. I don't have one. Because you would not see me getting up in front of any crowd of people. You would not see my ass walking down an aisle while people are staring at me. Never. No. No. Oh my god. It makes me anxious. Me too. So anxious. And know what gets me too about weddings? Because I've always felt this way. Because I am very... You know how I am. Like, when it comes to, like, writing down how I feel about a person. Like, I think I'm very good with words. And, like, explaining... And, like, thinking about sharing my vows in front of hundreds of people, I cannot think oh. of a more invasive thing. I, like, even yeah. when I tried to picture a traditional wedding, I was like, I am definitely going to tell my vows to them in person, just us two, and then just, like, make some corny shit up for the... Because I be cannot like, profess dope. my... Like, like, kind of like... Yeah. yeah. I'm like, the end. I freaking do. <laughs> like, I freaking do. <laughs> I could not I could not say something so personal and like that in front of so many people. Like I would cry. Yeah. I wouldn't cuz like I know I would cry cuz I know coming down and like writing those words they would pack so much of a punch. Like I couldn't I don't even think I could say them out loud without like breaking down you know what I mean I don't know if that makes any sense at all but I just could not do it I totally get you because in any case that I've you know shared how I feel about somebody or I've gotten you know really emotional and in-depth it's only been to that one person to their face or even Uh so when you know when I right and that's therapeutic for me you know I usually where that comes from is like a deep emotional state and I almost never reread let alone read out loud what I write because for me and that is a release of emotion yeah onto paper and then I put it away Uh, yeah I would just say something funny I would just make up some bullshit and be like yo I really (laughs) really think you're okay like, you're good enough to keep around for a little while longer, so let's And see, go. and nobody would get that. Nobody would get <laughs> your sense of humor. They'd be like, wow, she's like a raging bitch. <laughs> that she would say that to him right now. <laughs> like, are you kidding and me? that's why I talk to everybody. Literally, that's, if I don't talk to I know. you like that, I probably <laughs> don't love you. And if I do, you probably mean, like, a ton to me. Because I just, because I can say it like that, because... Because it's uncomfortable to tell you how I really feel and the words that I really mean because, like, it's yeah. emotional. <laughs> it's, like... <laughs> it's, like, a vulnerability thing, it too, is, for yeah. me. It's, like, you. I don't want other people to, like, be invited to seeing my most vulnerable 
like side of me yeah you know what i mean like that's not meant for you that is meant for like the people that like select few I it's am... not for an audience yeah like and if i ever did like if i ever just have something that was like a wedding it'd be very intimate i would not be wearing white it would be like very hand selected and it would it would it probably be very a very emotional night for everybody you know what i mean Mm -hmm. because it would be very thoughtful meaningful and it would be kind of like and i would hope that i wouldn't have to say it out loud how i felt about that person i would expect the people that are closest to me to already know it like see they are they see the love they don't need me to like say the words to them Mm -hmm. for them to know it because it would already sort of audience they would already feel it. They would already know that that's my person. Which they would, you know what I mean? Do you know that yeah. kind of love where yeah, like yeah. you know they love each other and you don't? It doesn't need any explanation whatsoever. Like, see, I think that's, that's what I would kind. hope it would be. And yeah. you guys would just know, and like actually hearing it would be like a lot. You know what I mean? Because you wouldn't have even needed that in the first place, mm-hmm. kind of a thing. So. Yeah, I don't know. See, again, I feel like we can just break down weddings and marriages themselves so much. Because we really do talk about this. Like, whenever we get going, we keep talking about it. But that's just one aspect of it. And then going on to children. I love children. I love babies so freaking much. Um, I have a brand new baby nephew, and he's about two and a half months old now. And he is the cutest thing. Um... I adore children. I thought at one point when I was a kid that I was going to have six kids. Had to be six. Three of my own and three adopted. This was my plan. I remember you telling me this. But this was like little baby Lily when she was like one of, you know, one of five. I grew up in a house full of kids and that's just what I'm used to. I love being surrounded by people. Um, And I've come to the realization that kids are a big investment you know with time and money and i think i'll just be the cool aunt i'll just be the auntie i'll just spoil my nieces and nephews i love them dearly and i want to have loads of them kids i don't know um there's a lot of anxiety around being the potential of being a bad mom for me that we we've talked about before but i mm-hmm. i genuinely could not handle I would rather die than be a bad mom. I I can't. I can't. Like, again, every time I think about her, tears will come to my eyes because I can't handle that. The thought of that is just the worst thing to me. So, I love children. Um, I, don't th- I don't think I need to have children of my own. I just love to be around them. I love to have a big family. I love to be in a big family. But if I'm single till the day I die, I will die happy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'll be fine. Yeah. I um I definitely felt I think the thing is what's so weird is like we both are very nurturing nurturing what the nurturing <laughs> nurturing and like I'm trying to say nurturing and caring, I guess at the same time. Yeah. Like caring and nurturing individuals. We're, yes. We're loving we are romantic, even though we have like this very like I we're don't very all the we're time. very romantic, but like in a I feel honestly I feel like it's weird like non-traditional but like also in a very old school 
kind of way, just in a genuine way, in a genuine way, not for, not for other people, not for the internet, not for anyone Mm -hmm. besides ourselves and the other person. I think it's because we value genuine love very much and mm-hmm. I know that comes in all forms because I know how I how I love my mom I know how I love my brothers I know how I love my niece I know how I love all the people in my life and mm-hmm. it's so genuine and like I can't even explain it and even thinking about it most of the time will like bring tears to my eyes because I just know what it is and um I know it's not packaged the way everybody thinks it is or has to be you know what I yeah. mean I wanted yeah. to roam free um, I don't want it to have any restrictions because then I think that love can't be everything that it's meant to be. Like, I feel like it's supposed to take up a certain amount of space. And when you put those limitations on it, like you have to marry me, we have to have kids by this time, we have to have a house, we have to have all these things in order for it to be right. It limits the space that it's meant to grow. Like you are, instead of nurturing it and like, as if it's a plant or a living thing, instead of nurturing it and feeding it and watering it, you are like, like putting it on a diet. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> That's like, a good way to put so, it. so like when it comes to kids and marriage and stuff, that's like, I don't, I don't want any restrictions. I don't want anything to be in any kind of box ever because I don't want to ever limit what I'm, what it's meant to be in a way yeah I hope that makes sense oh my god what am I what am I saying no I understand what you're saying and I think when there's um an outline a preset outline for you to follow if you don't follow that it's as if you're doing something wrong what you're choosing to do instead or you're naturally doing instead is wrong when that's not wrong it just doesn't fit within this pre-made idea of what your life should be mm-hmm. that's been created by lots of people that have done it in the past like I don't I don't want that for myself that doesn't mean what I want or what I choose to do is wrong or bad mm-hmm. it's just different it's different than that mold that maybe a lot of people are still choosing but I want to try working around that and doing something different that makes me happy Mm -hmm. and I always want to be myself and I always want to be actually happy if that makes any sense and I know the traditional way of going about it will not bring me complete and utter happiness and would not fulfill me oh absolutely and I know if 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 I know you would be a great mom if if you ever had kids but I know it's hard and motherhood is really really fucking scary like I can't think of anything more scary than that and I feel I just feel like wanting kids too in a way is selfish because like you're choosing to bring them into this world and having to deal with all the issues and Mm -hmm. like it's just it's 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 not as simple as like I want a kid I'm gonna have one like even wanting one is like Mm -hmm. but why but what is the real reason? Like, can you actually make sure that you bring in a functioning, happy, healthy person into the that world? That is so much pressure. It like, is. That's why it's selfish. It really is. Like, I get it when people freak out when they find out they're pregnant. Like, oh, we can do this. Nobody knows what they're doing when it happens. Well, like, no shit. But, like, you never at one point in your life know what you're doing. Because you 
bring a human into the world, right? Mm-hmm. Which only women can do because we're amazing, <laughs> superior beings. That's just a fact. Um, but you create another human that you choose to bring into the world, and it's amazing. It's magical. Coolest shit that has ever been and ever will be is that we can just create another one of ourselves. So mm-hmm. cool. But there's so much goodness and purity in that thing you create and it is only going to be slowly tainted and remolded and shifted and changed over time by the world that we're all living in and in our lifetimes we will never perfect or fix all the problems that are going to continue to happen and and that is really scary to me and just knowing at some point this thing that I may claim as mine which is not yours just because you made it. They're their own individual entity. Um, will ha- develop a mind of their own and thoughts of their own and go off and do their own thing and then choose to procreate themselves if they want. So it's just the craziest thing to me, but there's just so much more to it. And I think about all these things, like you create the most magical thing and then you slowly see it change and either hold on to its goodness or be taken over by the badness that the world has yeah because you ultimately don't actually have control you can do you don't the you best have none. they're always going they're gonna follow the natural course of their life even if you provide the most perfect whatever we think is perfect like upbringing mm-hmm. for them no matter yeah. what Whatever's going to happen to them is going to happen to them. And, like, if you're a good person, that will affect you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And even being, because we're both aunts, like, even thinking about Khaleesi, and I know kind of, like, I think my family thinks I'm going to have kids. And I don't even know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't really think they know where I'm at when it comes to it. Mm-hmm. But, um, like, I, when I think about it, it's like, well, I don't want to strip resources from my niece you know what I mean like by me being Mm -hmm. single and me I'm like I'm completely devoted to like whatever she needs at any given Mm -hmm. point and like I'm completely there for her I will I will be there for her in a drop of a hat like I don't care yeah and I with like right now I don't have to pay rent I am set up in a really good position where, like, I can spoil her. I can do things for her if mm-hmm. I want to. And, like, if I have a kid, like, my attention is going to be taken away from her. And so are the resources that I have for her. And that makes me feel yeah. like, like, I want her to have everything mm-hmm. in a way. And I want her to have me and never have to doubt it. You know what I mean? So that's another thing yeah. that, like, sways Ooh. me from being, like, I don't want kids because I want to make sure that my niece and if I have any more nieces or nephews, that I am there for them and I can provide for them if need be. Isn't that like a crazy thing to like, like, but it's the truth. That's really how I feel. Like I love her so much and I, I'm protective and I just yeah. want to always, well, I think I just always want to make sure that she knows I'm there for her and I can always always step in if I ever have to it's like the weirdest thing like I want to make sure she has everything I just love her so much I think it's totally natural I think that's a very natural thing you're feeling especially with who you are as a person and how you are um a protective nurturer 
Um, I think it's very natural, and I think most people feel this. Actually, all people feel the same way when they have their first kid. Nothing is going to take away from this. Well, people feel that way when they get married, and then nothing's going to take away from that. Then they have a kid, and then they split in two. You kind of have parts of yourself that you didn't know could stretch and expand to others, but they can. It's crazy, but they don't until you're in a situation where you know you have to, or you feel that you have to. So I think being a parent for the first time, even being an auntie or an uncle for the first time, you definitely feel that, and you're like, oh my god, like this person, I want to give them everything. Um, Yeah. So... And who knows, like, again, one day I may really want kids and I may really want to get married. Who knows? But again, it would have to be the absolute perfect situation. <laughs> I, prob- I probably killed someone. That's probably what happened. <laughs> That's the thing, too. I don't think we're ever going to be like, I'm never strictly like, no, I am I absolutely never in a million years. It's... It's just how I feel right now, and I, yeah. I definitely feel like it's probably not going to change, or it's going to change. Mm-hmm. Is it's gonna, it's gonna modify with me, because yeah. I, I truly to, do feel that way. But like, if it feels right, maybe I'll do it. And I, I've already made up my mind. If I ever do have kids, it would have to be with like, undeniably like my absolute soulmate in this world. If it's not my soulmate, I am not having kids. And I'm okay with that. I am completely fine with that. He, like, has to be my soulmate. 100% without a doubt. Like, it, like, shakes my world. And I know for a fact there's nothing (laughs) that has been more clear in my life. So if I don't ever get that, which is possible, I will be okay not having children. Because I'm not going to bring kids into a world where they're not made from love. Like, oh, genuine, pure love. Man. That hit me right here. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? No, I'm just like, ditto. <laughs> ditto on that. Yeah, because, I mean, there are times where I probably said, oh, never, I'll never do this. But I try to not say never because... I'm constantly changing. I'm constantly evolving as a people, as a person. As a person, as There's all multiple, people you're are. There's multiple, you're Gemini. <laughs> Fact, I'm as a Gemini. people. As a people. <laughs> as a person, I'm constantly evolving and shifting and changing. Um, and I'm always just trying to vibe with that, go with that. And so if I try and catch myself when I say never or strong, defining words like that. Um, because things change and I know that about myself that I'm constantly um shifting in Mm -hmm. that way so I try really hard to not say never because right now my head's saying never but that's for right now that is for the present time I don't know about tomorrow I don't know about the day after I don't know about 10 years from now I don't know if I'll be alive 10 years from now so let's just go let's just flow exactly and that's I I think I've told you too before, I always want everything to take its natural course and by putting Mm -hmm. like these set rules and like 
regulating things the way that society makes us feel it has to be especially as women like there's so much pressure on us to actually go the traditional route because it's it's what's expected of us if I feel like putting those restrictions on it doesn't actually lead me where I'm supposed to be like I really want to make sure that I'm really going with the course of my life I'm not confining myself in any way because I don't want I don't want to miss out on something I always want I always want to keep my mind as open as I possibly can have it. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to ever miss out. Ever. That's like, I couldn't think of something worse. Like, oh, because I made, I had to get married by 25, I missed out on, like, maybe the actual person I was supposed to meet and be with. Like, that's scary. Oh you know? Man, that's, like, the stress terrifying. I would feel... If I told myself, oh, you've got to be married by 25. I am 23. Imagine. Still living at home. But, <laughs> like, I just, I can't. No. No. I still, and I and we, I think we've talked about this before. Everything we've, we've like, discussed prior. We, we have talked um, about. <laughs> these, are, these are things we talk about all the time, though. It's not like it was a one or two conversations we've had in the past. or things that yeah. we always talk about. Um but i feel like my person or people i won't meet for a while and i kind of settled into that understanding a long time ago and when i accepted it i just felt much more comfortable living and even at times especially this year i think i'm one of the only people that didn't get the memo that we're still dating and like living this year because i'm not i've been on like full-on pause the whole time in most aspects of my life um, I haven't talked to anybody. I haven't dated or even considered it at all this year. But people are still living and doing their shit. And, like, kudos to you. I'm proud and happy of anybody that is. I'm not one of them. Um, but I'm actually really happy and comfortable by myself. Mm-hmm. And investing time in myself. Me too. Um, so, yeah, like, if I have a soulmate or soulmates or people out there, I'll meet them eventually. I just know mm-hmm. it's not going to be for a bit, so I'm fine just hanging out and <laughs> working on me till then. Um, I think that's a good point, yeah. too. Like, I, genu- I I do think that's such an important part, too, with, like, not rushing and not having such, like, it has to go a certain way because I think it is so important to actually know yourself and to learn oh those God. lessons and to let yourself learn because there is a lot of learning to do until you're going to mm-hmm. get to that place where you're ready to accept like a soulmate. You know what I mean? Like an, yeah. that kind of like shift in your life. Um, so I think it's so, so important to like not put those restrictions so you can actually like become like get more settled into yourself. I like I think that's so important not to attach yourself to somebody and settle into yourself because I feel like that can really um, jeopardize some of your self-growth in life. Um, God, it's so crazy to me that people get in relationships at such a young age. Like, dating in middle school, I never understood that. That didn't make any (laughs) sense. You guys were just playing. But, like, and I know this is a thing, and kudos to you if it happened. And, like, I'm proud of you, and that's so cute, but, like, People that, like, date all through high school and then get married. 
like you're not even a halfway developed human being yet what if you guys just aren't the same kind of people and you guys just don't work at all but then people stay married till the day they die people stay married for 30 plus years like that's really cool but um yeah people just getting in relationships so young through my viewpoint that like to me i'm like that just seems like a lot like it's gonna be half-assed or messy or like one of you is not gonna be appreciated or understood enough and it's just gonna it's gonna end poorly because like you gotta keep you're not working on yourself first you're the most important part about getting into a relationship with another person is you gotta know who you are you gotta have to be comfortable and confident in who you are you have to be very aware of yourself too um and your tendencies like it takes a long time it takes a long time so it just it just baffles me when i see stuff like that i'm like i don't know i'm i'm good working on me i got a lot of work to do so yeah even with like my experience i i I really realized like this isn't like something that just happens like it really does take a lot of falling and getting back up falling and getting back up and i i i don't i don't want to be in a relationship being so unsure of myself you know what i mean like yeah i don't really know how to explain it but i think it takes a long a lot of lessons to really Mm -hmm. be prepared um and i think i think that's something that a lot of us should really reflect on like am i really giving my best self in this do i really feel like i'm myself do i really does this really make me feel good about myself is this does this feel right for where i am right now and not just to feel because we all feel pressure to be in relationships and it's just like Mm -hmm. not necessary like it's okay to be alone and it's okay to like acknowledge the fact that you're not a fully formed human being yet yeah and it's okay you know what i mean Mm -hmm. you don't need that constant need to like be with another person in order to feel validated as a human in this world like i think that's a i think that's a big misconception and i even know at my age i know i'm probably going to think like wow i really didn't know that much (laughs) i thought i knew so much Mm -hmm. um so I, I really think it's important to let ourselves grow and, you know, just take our time with ourselves and yeah. not, not always give in to the pressure. If, if Always trust your gut. I think that's such a good mm-hmm. thing to always live by. Yes. Trust your fucking gut. Trust your Absolutely. gut. I should have trusted my gut a lot more. I know that mm-hmm. for a fact. For a and fact. And also you learn a lot about what you deserve in life and how you should be treated by other people i think it's just like a lot of people our age aren't that mature and i think instead of actually reflecting and like trying to grow from experience people really bounce from one relationship or fling or hook up to another without actually facing themselves because we do feel expected to be with someone and it, it creates a lot of unhealthy habits and I think it's important to mm-hmm. um, get in the habit of being okay with letting go. Like, it's okay to let go. 
you know, like we hold, I feel like a lot of people too just hold on to relationships because they feel like they have to be in a relationship and they have to get married and they just can't let go because if they do let go, they're just too old to actually get married when they think they're supposed to get married. And so they have to hold on to this person until they marry them. You know what I mean? Like that's crazy to me. And again, I don't see the logic behind that because the only thing I see there is what other people see and what other people care about and what people will see online that's all i hear when i that's all i see when i hear stuff like that which again if it doesn't make you happy and it doesn't make you fulfilled why are you valuing everyone else's opinion first that doesn't make sense mm-hmm. like logically it does not make sense to me like you find happiness at whatever age you find happiness um but you have to really reflect and work on yourself in life first. And that takes some time. You need to do it. We all do it at some point in our lives. Um, some earlier than others. Uh, but that point needs to happen before you can really grow and reflect and get in a really good, healthy place. Yeah. I wholeheartedly believe that. Well... We could probably talk about this forever and ever, but that I think that's like a I think that's a pretty good place to like Yeah, like, yeah to wrap like we things just, up. Yeah, like, you know, we should all strive to be in something healthy, meaningful, fulfilling, and we do need to be aware of our self worth. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And again, we could talk more we probably will have more discussions just about femininity and honestly just how it ties into so much yeah we kind of didn't like it of course all this stuff ties into like femininity but we could really just like hone in on like the woman experience you know what i mean it's, oh my it's god it's a wild one let me like, tell you we can make it like a whole part series on how we break it down <laughs> I but i like i just kind of wanted to introduce it first and yeah just kind of talk just kind of chat and then see where it takes us and then I guarantee you it'll come up many more times. Yeah, I think we're opening up the door in a way because honestly, at this point in our lives too, I think it's something that's on our minds and that's like why we talk about it a lot. And because we're at the we're at the beginning. We're at like the start of like reaching to whatever. You know what I mean? So it's on our minds. Like mm-hmm. how is this actually what do I expect? What what do I what are my standards? Am I going to do what people expect of me or not? You know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. Just coming into yourself as an individual. Just as a human. Yeah. And then coming into ourselves as women. Ugh. Man. God. <sighs> Alright, well this has been a lovely chat with you, my friend. Um, Not exactly sure where we're gonna pick up on the next episode but you guys will hopefully be hearing from us sooner rather than later we are gonna get a schedule figured out i'm not gonna set an exact date yet because it is still 2020 so let's get through the rest of this year everybody yes um just all happiness all love this is probably gonna be most definitely is going to be our last podcast of 2020 and t- mm-hmm. a positive thing that came out of 2020 is this podcast we have to hey. give ourselves kudos we yes, pushed ourselves we to do it. it even though it was inconsistent 
We said we're going to do it, and we did it. Doing it it in a very unconventional way. I know. (laughs) I'm proud of us. Oh, my God. I'm proud of us. Me, too. (laughs) And, yeah, I hope you guys all make it through 2020 safely and soundly. Thank you to everyone who has tuned in. Like, thank you so much. Have the patience to listen to us. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Thank Um, you for your time. Thank um, you for your time. We hope to bring you some more consistency and a lot more discussions like this in 2021. I'm sure it's going to be a lot of different interesting stuff. And who knows what kind of ride we're about to embark on. <laughs> a wild ride. Go. <laughs> and we'll come All up right, with an well. outro. Yeah, we'll eventually have an outro. This will be much smoother at some point in the future. But anyway. Until then, it's going to be chaotic. Merry Christmas. Chaos. Happy holidays, everyone. Happy chaos, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) All right, and we will talk to you guys next time. Yeah, we'll talk to you later.